0: Welcome to The Lavender Lifestyle, the podcast on lifestyle design for millennials. I'm Eileen, and I'm here to guide you to become a master artist of life. Every Sunday, you'll get new insight and inspiration on how to create your dream life. After the episode, the conversation continues in our Lavender Lifestyle Facebook group, so I can't wait to see you there. Life is an art, make it your masterpiece. With a passion for human nature, Pia Edberg has spent the last 15 years studying personal development and has worked in the human resources field for the past 10 years. Most recently, she's decided to pursue her own entrepreneurial dreams and dig deeper into personal and spiritual growth and the art of life design. She's now living her dream and has successfully written and published three books that inspire others to live more authentic and happy lives. So hi, Pia. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm super excited to talk. So first off, I guess, can you share about your background? Tell us about yourself and what led you to personal and spiritual development.
1: Um, I think I've always been a bit of a self-help junkie. So as soon as I figured out what it was, I think I started reading tons of books and then I even started studying it in school. So I originally had a psych degree from university and it just Mm -hmm. built upon that. So with that, I didn't know what to do for a living and I wanted to get a job. So I ended up in human resources, because I liked helping people and, you know, mm-hmm. the psychological side of it. And um, eventually, I kind of realized and listened to my true self and started going a different way and started writing books.
0: Yeah, I, I want to talk about that transition. Because yeah, from going from like human resources, which is basically the, the corporate version of personal development. And, yeah. and coaching, right? It's the corporate version, which is pretty cool already. Um, but like, talk about that transition into writing. So did you just quit your job and start writing? How did that happen?
1: I think deep in my soul I always knew I wanted to work for myself because my dad was an entrepreneur but I didn't know how and I didn't really have the self-esteem or the confidence or skills maybe but once I started doing human resources and I kind of climbed my way to the top of the corporate ladder so to speak I realized that you know I wanted more because I had been climbing for my whole life but I thought that's what I wanted but it wasn't and then so then I thought about my childhood and things I used to love and I used to create a lot of books just um, several of them I have piles of them still from when I was a kid and then I was like hmm maybe I'll try that and then I took a course on self-publishing, and then I just started writing, and then the book became successful. And so transitioning out of HR, I asked to work part-time just so I could play it safe a little bit, and then slowly and surely I started building the book side of it, and then eventually I was able to quit my job and Make money from doing that. Cool.
0: So, did you say you you started writing your book while you were still working, right? Yes. So, when by the time you finished your book, were you still working, or was that like you were already quit?
1: I kept working until I saw money coming in from the books. Oh,
0: good. Yeah, yeah. Because I think this is really important. I know a lot of listeners out there. They're in the same position that you were in. You know, they're working a job they're not quite fulfilled at, and they want to make that leap into the creative world and so it's it's always like how do you do that and I always tell people like keep your job and work part-time like do whatever you can to take care of yourself financially first and and do the creative thing on the side for as long as you can right yeah but I I think that was really smart of you
1: and especially when you have a supportive boss who's like yeah of course you can work part-time and we'll support that and
0: that's awesome So was your first book The Cozy Life, or was it another one? It was The Cozy Life. Awesome. That's like your big book, right? Yeah. I've seen your other ones there. You have like a children's book and also a poetry book.
1: Yeah, and the children's book, it does okay. Um, I mainly wrote it to raise money for uh, animal causes, uh, but the other poetry book
0: was more of a personal project. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah. So what what was the time frame between like writing those three books?
1: I actually did that all within a year and a bit. No way. I was quick. (laughs) yeah oh my gosh when you can do it all yourself you have full control and yeah that's kind of the benefit of doing it self-published while as opposed to traditional publishing
0: that's really cool so did you you didn't have any kind of creative blocks or anything like you just decided to write and you just did it yeah pretty much (laughs) that's cool (laughs) because I think a lot of people have issues like even if they you know they quit their job or whatever like the working on the creative part is can also be tough, right? It is,
1: and I would say <laughs> the main thing to remember is persistence. Every yeah. morning just say even if you have your butt in chair for 5 minutes, you'll mm-hmm. end up sitting there longer, mm-hmm. even when you don't want to, you just do it. Right? So did you set like
0: that schedule to write every day? Yeah. And there's a plan that I was working on. So, cool. it was it wasn't too confusing. Can you share a little bit about your plan and the process? Yeah,
1: sure. Well, I guess I could plug I took a course <laughs> called Self Publishing <laughs> School and they have a step-by-step online process. It just teaches you everything you need to do from beginning to end from like coming up with the idea to the practical side of it on how to format it and get an editor and then how to get it up online and then the marketing piece. So, it was just very simple and As long as you have
0: an idea, you just follow along and then you learn
1: it. Yeah.
0: That's cool. Or I just want the listeners to know like, you can find all the information on the internet, and basically, you can technically find everything for free, but there are benefits to like paying for an actual course that can take you step by step and tell you like exactly what you need to do in order to get to where you want to go. So there's that. Yeah. So let's talk about the actual book, The Cozy Life. You talk about. I'm not going to pronounce this right, but you talk about the Danish (laughs) concept of hygge? Perfect. Really? Okay. So that's spelled H-Y-G-G-E. And for those of the listeners out there who don't know what the heck that is, can you explain?
1: Yeah. So hygge is... Man, it's like kind of... It's such a huge concept. It's Mm -hmm. the Danish word for coziness but it's not the same kind of coziness we have here in North America or the English language it's more of like on top of the physical coziness like having you know maybe lots of blankets and candles and things like that Um, it's also an emotional well-being type of coziness so that means like valuing connection and the simple things and people that you love and just kind of living your core life within that
0: yeah okay so can you do like paint the picture for us what would like a day living with Huga look like just like briefly just (laughs) I don't know okay um let's see maybe not a full day but just like a morning (laughs) I just want to yeah get detailed Well, if you're going to do it, like, if you're really going to do it perfectly, and we're not all perfect like this, but
1: I think if we...
0: Yeah, yeah. I just want to know, what's the ideal
1: here? I would say don't jump on social media or your phone or computer right away when you're getting out of bed. You know, wake up, take the time to be slow, go over to the kitchen, be mindful when you're making your tea, pick your favorite tea and your favorite mug, and just, like, enjoy the process of that. If you have comfy slippers, throw those on maybe read a book like it's just all very slow and simple yeah but then of course if you have people if it's like later on and you want to invite people over then it's you know it's not about worrying about your house being so clean and everything's prepared it's just really casual and authentic and people can come up in their pajamas and it's just you know relaxed
0: (laughs) I love that yeah it's I guess it's a combination of a lot of different things. There's like the mindfulness, being present in the moment and also taking things slow, keeping it simple and also just like enjoying life in general. I feel like everybody should be living this way in their life. Yeah. So I want to ask like, where did you learn that from? Because I know that you were born in Denmark. Mm -hmm. So did that come from your family upbringing? Like how did you learn this? And then I also want to know why did you want to write a book about it?
1: I yeah, so I was born in Denmark and have a very, very Danish family. And so it is just part of how we were growing up. I I remember going to people's houses as a kid, and I was wondering why it wasn't as, like, cozy when we were having dinner over there and stuff like that. But (laughs) I I didn't think it was a thing until I asked about it later on. And um, when I look back, it was definitely present and so i wanted to write about it because i felt like it was something missing especially with you know technology like constantly being distracted and yeah, totally. consumerism and buying things cuz this concept it's really about simplicity and it's not about materialism it's about connection and i just thought
0: it would be a good concept to write about yeah I think it's definitely something we need right now and I wanted to interview you because I see this trend popping up I see more and more people using this word Mm "huga." like the first time I heard it I was like what is this word (laughs) but now now I get it and that's super cool and I'm curious like do you know anything about minimalism and that movement going on
1: yeah I actually used to blog about it I have a blog called um less of the access I haven't touched in a long time but it was all about minimalism
0: so yeah and I think they they both tie in together as almost the same thing. Not exactly, but they come from the same place of wanting to live a more simple and authentic life.
1: Yeah, they do. I even write about it in the book. And um, Mm. for me, it was about I found minimalism was sometimes you could take it very far, but the hygge adds that extra, like, kick of, like, ooh, this feels good, you know? Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I agree. Because sometimes, like, I, so I delved into that minimalism world, and I share about it on my channel, but sometimes you get, like, a lot of criticism. Like, people judge you. They're like, oh, you're not minimalist enough, or you're not doing it right, or yeah. you should have less. Th-. I'm like, what's with the rules? Like, it's not about the number of things. It's really about, like, how you feel in your day-to-day life. So. Exactly yeah yeah so okay yeah I'm on board with this (laughs) I'm totally doing this and I'm gonna share it with everyone I know Let's take a break because I want to tell you about BetterHelp. Have you ever been interested in seeing a professional therapist? Maybe you found that counseling is too expensive, time-consuming, inconvenient, and inaccessible. Well, BetterHelp is a better way to do counseling. BetterHelp is an online website that provides easy, discreet, and affordable access to professional counseling from a licensed therapist. Now you can speak with a licensed therapist online via message, live chat, phone, or video. lavender Lifestyle listeners get a free trial to BetterHelp, so after you sign up, BetterHelp will match you with one of their 2,000 licensed therapists in 24 hours or less. Get feedback, advice, and guidance from a professional so that you can live your best life. Go to lavendercom betterhelp to start your free trial today. The link is also in the show notes. Alright, back to the podcast. Let's move on to like talking about personal development because you said you took so many courses. I mean, 15 years of studying this stuff. (laughs) So I want to pick at your brain. Like, I mean, first of all, I want to ask what's your favorite or most impactful book? And also next question is your favorite or most impactful class that you took?
1: Oh, good question. Um... (laughs) Right now, off the top of my head, um, I would say The Untethered Soul Mm. is one of my favorite books because it helps you step back. Have you
0: heard of that one? I've heard of it. It's on my list, but I haven't got to it yet.
1: Yeah, it's really good. It's about just stepping back from your thoughts and your feelings kind of running you and so that Mm. you are more centered and just not caught up in, you know, maybe negative thinking or things like that. And I really love that one. Okay. Connecting to the higher self, so to speak.
0: And then your favorite class that you took? I
1: think it's just, I'm not really sure. I've taken so many. Is there
0: one that like sticks out? Yeah, you've taken so many. Can you list like a few? I'm just curious. I definitely enjoy taking classes on, um,
1: do you know the Myers-Briggs? Yes. That one I took the certification so I could learn about personality types and how we all are different and and work together. And then um, I took some emotional intelligence stuff and a lot of business and personal
0: success courses as well. And just for anyone out there who's interested in taking courses like these, like, do you have a recommendation on where to go to find this stuff? Actually, um, I get a lot of Facebook ads that are related to things that I'm interested
1: into. So you, you can actually um, tailor your ads to be more related to personal development. And then a lot of local things mm-hmm. will pop up. So I've taken a lot of local courses in person because of the ads I saw. Oh,
0: cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's really cool. Okay. I want to ask you about your Myers-Briggs. <laughs> sure. Do, do you want to share your personality type?
1: Uh, Yeah, I am an INTP. I started as INFJ, okay. but I became more balanced later on.
0: Because, okay, so when I took that test in high school, I think it said ENFJ, and then as I got older, it's more like INFJ. So I, oh, I consider nice. myself INFJ right now, but I'm just curious, like, do people change over time? And
1: yeah. I feel like you can. I... I think it's all about you never want to be too extreme because then it's just like you haven't grown enough in the other area. So I think working towards strengthening the areas maybe that you aren't as strong at, at um, helps you balance out your personality. So it does change over
0: time. At least it has for me. Right. So the goal is to kind of like be in the middle.
1: Yeah. When you show up in the middle, it shows that you're, you're choosing more balanced um, answers in the test versus if you're so extreme on one end, then maybe you're not choosing stuff on the other side. But it's all about balance.
0: All right, so um, next question. Do you have advice for aspiring writers out there who want to make this their living? You know, what are the first steps that they should take?
1: Um, I think the biggest thing that I always tell people is don't give in to the fear and the doubt because I think that's the biggest thing that holds us back. All the practical things Mm -hmm. are easy, but if you can get over like not listening and giving in to those things that your brain's telling you, then that's just a huge step.
0: So don't give in to the fear and the doubt. Yeah,
1: cuz you're it's just a defense mechanism and it doesn't mean anything.
0: So when you said that you just once you quit your job you wrote and it was easy, is it because you got over that like earlier on? Do you want to share about your process?
1: Yeah, I had I had a lot of fears, but then I just I think joining this book publishing group really helped um, because they also have a lot. They have a Facebook group, and you get and coaching and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And once you know that there's just physical steps to take, it's just getting over your fears that helps you get there. So I, I think once I had the support group, I just got more excited. So it just helped me. And then I just I stayed persistent and sat in the chair every day. And then I just tried to ignore all the feelings that came up that were scaring me, and I would just keep going. You know, like mm-hmm. one step after the other.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. So it sounds like you get a lot out of these courses. So yeah, I encourage anyone out there who's feel stuck to like, maybe sign up for a course or find a support group, some sort of Facebook group or like physical support group where you can just like get that encouragement to keep going. And the rest of it is just putting in the work.
1: Yeah, if you can find like minded people, it's just that much more exciting. I'm in a business course right now. And everybody's just so happy and excited. So um, yeah, we keep each other moving.
0: Okay, so uh, any last words for anyone out there? I also like to ask, like, if you were to s- share one message with the world, what would it be? You
1: know, society tells us to do so many things or we have so many expectations, but I think really taking the time to listen to what you truly want to do and doing that fearlessly and don't worry about what other people are going to think because we only have this life right now anyways. <laughs> so
0: Yes, just do you. Don't listen to what society tells you because everyone's just figuring it out anyway.
1: Yeah. Right? And mm-hmm. true happiness comes when you're flowing, your values are matching your actions. And if they, yes. if you can do that, then
0: everything's easy. So all about living authentic life. Yes. Living with huga yeah yes totally i love it okay so lastly where can our listeners find you online
1: um i think the easiest place is my website because then everything comes
0: from there um at pia and that's spelled p-i-a-e-d-b-e-r-g for those out there and all the links to everything we talk about will be in the show notes on my blog lavender.com so check that out i have the full transcript as well Thank you so much for being here, Pia. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye. All right. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to The Lavender Lifestyle. If you like the podcast, please show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. It helps me so much and also helps other people find the show. You can also catch me on YouTube and Instagram at Lavender, where I have even more content for the artists of life. All right. Love you all. Bye.